Do people really become more positive through martial arts? Join us in this riveting episode as we sit down with Andrea F. Parkins, also known as the martial arts woman, a renowned martial artist, author, motivational speaker, and the force behind the martial arts woman podcast. Andrea shares her unique perspective on positivity and its connection on martial arts. In this exclusive interview, Andrea delves into why positivity is not just a mindset, but a lifestyle, and how it's deeply intertwined with the principles of martial arts. She recounts her personal journey, revealing what inspired her to begin learning martial arts and the pivotal life lessons she has garnered along the way. Andrea also discusses her groundbreaking podcast, The Martial Arts Woman, shedding light on why she felt the need for a platform that specifically celebrates and empowers women in the field of martial arts. Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show, where you're about to go on a wellness-driven ride. for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm excited to introduce our guest to you today. Let me share a little bit about her. Andrea F. Harkins, also known as the martial arts woman, is a martial artist, author, blogger, and podcaster who started her martial arts journey in 1989, earning her black belt and second degree in a Tang So Do system. She teaches martial arts and self-defense classes across various settings. Andrea authors a blog and has written four books, one of which shares the name of her blog, The Martial Arts Woman. She's been inducted into several Hall of Fames and co-hosts the Java Buzz podcast. In 2020, she started the Martial Arts Woman podcast to highlight women in martial arts. I'm pleased to welcome Miss Andrea. Hi, Andrea. Hi, April. Thank you so much for having me and for sharing my bio. I appreciate it. I know this is going to be so fun. Love sharing my stories and my positivity with the world um, through martial arts is really my mission. So thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. That's an awesome mission. It's exciting. I have a lot of guests on the show that have that background, the martial arts 
way, so to speak. And really, it is it does become a passion for people when you learn how much it really offers you and how much the knowledge, the wisdom that you obtain when doing martial arts. It's more than just a physical action. So I'm excited to dive into that. And outside of that bio, it was a short one. So could you tell us a little bit more about yourself? You have a, a long journey and I'm excited to learn more. Yeah, my journey in martial arts began a long time ago, 1989. And it really didn't strike me for a long time about the connection between the physical training and the mindset. In fact, when we're talking about the martial arts woman, which is really considered now a brand because I've, I've spread out into different areas, but that didn't happen, April, until 10 years ago. So from 1989 through 10 years ago, I was a martial art practitioner. I became a teacher with my husband. We, we taught and learned together. And we taught and taught and taught for many, many years, different scenarios, different settings, underprivileged kids, YMCAs, different areas. But it really wasn't until I turned 50 years old. So that was 10 years ago. And I woke up one morning and I thought, gosh, I'm 50 already. What do mm. I want to do with my life? <laughs> what do I, how do I make a difference? I mean, I, I loved my life. I have four children. We did martial arts together. We, you know, it was great. But I thought for me personally, as I'm getting older, what, what is it that I want to do? And I decided then to uh, stop doing some other volunteer work that I was doing and focus instead on doing something from home because I was doing volunteer outside the home and I had four kids at home. Uh, and so I decided that I would start a mission to make the world a better place through martial arts and positivity. That was all it was initially. I thought, how do I do this? Oh, sorry, my light went out. Um, so I thought, how do I do this? And I, I just decided that I would continue on and start a, a blog and that is what started the martial arts woman. Wow. Okay. So you started with blogging, really initiating yeah. storytelling and mm -hmm. how it has really improved your life and maybe other people's lives. Yeah, that's, that's true. And the blog and what's funny about the blog is that I didn't know anything about blogging. Like somebody suggested it to me. I just started like dabbling in social media. I didn't know that much about Facebook and all of those things. And I met a friend there, uh, Ando Mirazwa. He's a martial artist and blogger and vlogger and all kinds of things. And I met him on there and he said, you know, you're really, you're kind of inspiring and, and you write really well. Cause you know, I would write posts and things He's like, why don't you consider a blog? I was like, what's a blog? Like, I didn't even know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, what's a blog? So he told me how to, he actually sent me a YouTube link and he said, follow this guy on YouTube and he'll explain to you step by step how to set up your website. Put uh, <laughs> it up on WordPress. But I literally followed like the everything he was saying, I would stop and do it and stop and do it. Like, I, I yeah. don't know how to do that technical and I don't know how to do that stuff. Anyway, I managed to set up the martial arts woman uh, 
website, which initially wasn't called the martial arts woman. I think it was something like positivity and martial arts or something. And yeah. I, I kind of knew in the back of my mind, I needed to pick a name, something that would catch people's interest. And I came up with the martial arts woman. So that's how it all began. Yeah. Well, you know, you're definitely describing all of the things, all of the steps that is a very traditional uh, entrepreneurial walkthrough, right? Where we come to a point in our life where we're inspired, where we think to ourselves, we start to go a little deeper and we're like, how do I do more? How do I give back? Mm -hmm. I'm feeling, you know, like I just need to do that. Where's the purpose, right? And and then we start to reflect on, well, what are the things that I love doing? And so that's kind of the beginning where we where we start and yeah, start asking people or somebody has to tell us, hey, you're great at this, you should do it. And then going into YouTube and figuring out how to do it. Yeah. I like to call it a fire hose to the face in the beginning because yeah. it is a lot of that. It's a lot of self-taught, self-learning. And also if you're fortunate enough to utilize the resources of those around you who are already doing it. Yeah, that's the plan. I'm when you have something in your mind that you know you should start doing, you're not gonna know how to do it. That's one of the things yeah. I always remind people when I started martial arts, I didn't know how to do it and, and that's okay. Step one, you just learn the basics and that's what you do with anything. A lot of people, they will procrastinate, right? They wanna do something, they won't do it because of whatever reason, fear of failure, fear of rejection, worry they're not going to be good enough i understand all that i get it i lived my life yeah. like that for a long time too mm -hmm. but if you can just take the first step and maybe that is asking someone how to do it or looking it up on youtube then take it it doesn't have to be perfect like that's always our perception that our first step into something that we're going to start brand new has to be perfect it doesn't have to be perfect get it started and then build it and then just create and become and stop worrying so much about perfection. Yeah. That, that's my thought on it. No, I love it. And I think it's, I think it's really important to share that. I, I feel like people, especially right now need to hear that because there's, there's a massive amount of people at this time that are stepping into that or considering it. And it is a scary thing, right? But I like to say that you you will continue to prove as long as you're consistent and you keep doing something every day. And then you just make small improvements here and there. But you have to just get started. Um, in fact, the show started really uh, quite quickly. As far as the, the art to it, the logo and everything, it was put together very quick, but I get a lot of compliments, but it's just because I made a choice and I was like, okay, get it done. And yeah. I have that perfectionist side where if I were to dwell on it, it would never, ever get done, especially going live in front of a worldwide audience. If I were to get hung up on that, we wouldn't be here. So <laughs> I think it's a great message. And I, and I wanted to shed a little light on that. So that's incredible how you got started because now you are sharing some awesome messages of positivity throughout the world. And, 
you know, really based in martial arts. And that's really what I want to dig into because the martial arts world really does offer so much more than what it seems on the outside. Yes, the martial arts. When we think of martial arts, what's the first thing you think of? It's the physical. Yeah. Oh, the kicking, the punching, uh, the grappling, uh, the really cool stuff. I mean, you can't help it, but conjure that up in your mind when you think of martial arts, the yeah. sparring, the fighting in the ring, the, all of those things. And even slowing it down, the Tai Chi, the health, uh, you know, you think of those things. But what you don't always think about, and even martial artists don't always think about this until maybe mature, more maturity. Uh, and that is that as you're doing all of these physical things, your mind is changing. It's morphing into more than just, you know, the, the everyday. Suddenly you start thinking about these martial arts that you're learning and how you apply it to life. Probably the biggest martial art lesson that I've had that relates directly to life. In fact, it was a life-changing moment for me, life-changing. Uh, I was a green belt. I was at my green belt test. And the place that I learned was a big community center. There were community centers throughout the city, in fact, that would all come together for the testing. So there were people in the audience. It was a little nerve wracking, people watching. And I went through the whole green belt test and I felt, I felt, you know, good. I, I did it. I always got really, really nervous before the testing. Well, yeah. And, yeah. I mean, it's, it's scary. And then at the end of the test, my instructor called me up and he was holding two boards together. And I thought to myself, what is he, why is he calling me up? And he, and they called me up and I said, I want you to do a jump front kick and break the boards. I had never broken any boards before and I was in front of this audience and I thought to myself, the first thought I had, I can't do this. I don't know. Why is he asking me this? I don't know how to do this. And he mm. said, it's just a jump front kick. And if you do the technique right, it's not a problem. But my mindset was already set. I was already like, there is no way I can do this. I don't, mm. I don't know how to do this. So when I did the first jump, and I kicked the boards and my foot just like bounced off. Didn't go through the board at all. And I was like, and that's because I already know I couldn't do it, right? I already told myself. Yeah. yeah. Second time around, same thing. I uh, jump up and it, and it bounces off. And in between, he told me, he was, you can, you can do this. Don't. But the second time, and then that's when the audience got really quiet because they had that embarrassment for you that they're realizing mm. Do this, and you're realizing maybe you were right, you can't do this. Mm. But I just turned around and I said to myself, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. And that's all I said to myself for like 20 seconds. And I turned around, and I jumped up, and I kicked the boards, and it was like so easy. My foot went right through, the boards broke. It was, I, I was amazed. I thought, why? Why didn't this happen the first two times? But I knew instantly. Mindset. Mindset yeah. matters. And for the martial artists out there who have overcome a situation, they understand mindset. But then do you apply it to life? And that's the difference. And that's the thing that I like to talk about. Yeah. 
I say that life has all of these board break moments that you mm. face every day. And how do you face them? How do you get through them? If you just use that mindset where I can do this, I can do yeah. it. Yeah. It changes everything in your life. So that was to me like this amazing moment that I realized how truthfully martial arts relate to life. And if we apply that, we're going to see a really big difference in who we are, in our success, in our endeavors, and not giving up. All of those things, they, they all come into focus. So that was the, the, like the defining moment for me. I love the board breaking moments throughout your day. I really like that terminology yeah. because you're right. If you believe you can, you will. And if you believe you can't, you won't. And so that's an incredible, profound moment that hopefully many of us can come to. But you said there's there's even a lot of martial arts instructors that that really don't quite get that. And so in and the way that you not only look at it through the physical and the martial arts that you can do something, but that mindset really carries through in every single thing, the board breaking moments throughout the day. Very cool. I love that story. It makes me think so much of certain times in my life where I did something that was really amazing that I wasn't sure, but I just kept the same thing, Andrea. I just kept telling myself, I can do this. I can do this. I'm going to do this. And so you do. And it's pretty amazing. Yeah, martial arts, the one thing that almost everybody gets from a martial art is the sense of confidence. Mm. Your confidence does increase over time. And that really helps you. Because I would say, honestly, before martial arts, I never considered myself an athletic person. I wasn't really a positive person. Mm. Um, now, I can't attribute martial arts to all of my positivity. Like my husband, I, we started martial arts a year after we were married. He's a very positive person. So he kind of helped me also change mm. the way I see life. Like instead of every little thing being a negative thing, he would just say, why do you see it that way? It's really this. And I'm like, wow, okay. So I love when we have somebody in our life like yeah. that. I, I have Manly like that. He makes me laugh every day, but he's that side where I can be the more like doom and gloom. And, but yeah, yeah. So that's wonderful. But we're both martial artists. So that, that kind of helped too. Yeah. But martial arts, they, they build your confidence. They build your strength. I mean, I just remember the first time my instructor said something to me like, wow, that really looks great. Or he stopped the class and said, everyone, look at Andrea for a minute. Look at her focus. And I had no idea I was even being focused. I was just like, I'm just doing what I think I have to do, you know? Yeah. And I started realizing, oh, I can, I'm, I'm athletic. Like I can do athletic things. I don't know. I just learned so much that today filters into my life. And the, the greatest thing is that when I became a white belt, when I started martial arts, I had no idea how martial arts would affect me. I had no idea that one day I would be writing books or podcasting or blogging or being on a wellness show. No idea, right? Because yeah, martial arts open your eyes to opportunities, whereas maybe you don't see them 
otherwise. You know, you understand opportunity when you step into the class and someone says, today we're gonna learn how to defend yourself. And you think that's a new opportunity for me. I don't know how to do that. And every time you go to martial art class or every time you practice, there's a new opportunity that pops up for you. And you realize that in life too, that there are so many opportunities. I'm not one to shy away from opportunity. I would say when I began doing all of this martial arts stuff, especially on social media <laughs> uh, 10 years ago, uh, a lot of my effort then was to bring awareness to me. So I did a lot of kick photos, which I still do. Um, and I still share the photos over the years of me kicking because I can, I, I can do higher kicks and they're kind of pretty to look at, they're kind of inspiring. But I just remember the, the kickoff of the martial arts woman were, were all these pictures of me in a blue uniform doing kicks. And to me, that was like so important on social media to get my face out there. And people were like, who are you? Wow, what is this? Yeah. Um, can I get your autograph? Can I get a photo? I mean, they just really started embracing and, and but I mean, there were also the downsides too, which I learned about social media, uh, is that not everybody loves you. And mm -hmm. you have to have a thick skin to promote yourself. Yes. Because you're going to get people who don't like you for whatever reason. I, I used to sit here and think, why don't they like me? I'm just a positive person. Well, that doesn't matter. You know, they're just not going to like you. <laughs> yeah. So, with with promotion with trying to grow something that's important to you even on social media you have to weed out the difficulties and the people and you have to get a little bit of a thick skin but you the most important thing is if you believe in yourself and even if you don't know that direction april that you are gonna go in even if you don't know what it is exactly you just start molding your perspective and creating new ways and not everything I do is successful. You have to just keep trying until you find the right things. Yeah. Well, so much of what I hear, I, I mean, martial arts already through what you're saying is beneficial in a lot of aspects. So you're talking about the confidence aspect, the opening doors where you really, because you have more confidence, you want to branch out and experience the world and do more things and use your creative self. And you're correct when we are using those physical movements, it's not only activating, you know, the, the, the muscles, right? But it's activating our brain. And so our body's communicating and, and, and being enlivened and working in, you know, it's, it's fluid functioning. And so it does have an, it opens up those creative doorways and doorways into all of new unknowns and lets you branch out into that. So it, tells me too, you talked about having a thick skin and really that it maybe helps develop that as well to where it's easier to maybe brush off the little things because it does happen. And, you know, especially when, as a business owner in this day and age, you have to get your, your company out. You have to get yourself out, whatever type of business it is, it has to have the exposure in order to survive. And so there are going to be naysayers, no matter what it is you're doing and how great it is. So tell me a little bit about how has martial arts 
developed that in you to where it's easier to not take things as personally? I'd say it's, I say for most people, it's always difficult to have naysayers. It's always difficult to have. I mean, even if, if you look at really famous people, really rich people, really successful people, it still bothers them yeah. when people say something bad about them, right? It's, it's not easy to overcome that. It's really a personal challenge. But I think what you do is you, you stay focused on what it is you're doing and what mm. you're trying to achieve. And like on Facebook, for instance, I can block people. So that's always my first, my first thing uh, as far as, yes, I have thick skin. You can say what you want, but I don't want to hear it. So I'm blocking you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. And I've created really great Facebook platforms because of it, where people are free to be there and never feel like somebody's going to you know, bother them or whatever. But the thing is, with with naysayers, with haters, with difficulties, whatever it is, martial arts really, they train you to believe in yourself. And when you suddenly know that you are very capable of being the person that you want to be, that you are very capable of striving for success and reaching it in many areas of your life, that becomes the focus and the thick skin well yeah you need to have that uh martial arts also obviously trains you to defend right that's one of the main components of martial arts you learn to defend against opponents and naysayers uh fall in that category of opponents they fall in that category of board break moments they fall in the category of mm. you can't control what other people think or do and you focus on yourself and your mission and your vision. And that's that's basically how I would tell people if you do struggle with that. There are so many bullies online and so many difficulties that you have to learn to move past it. And it, it's just multiplied, right? In life, maybe you go to a job and there's maybe a person there that you don't get along with. You can't really block them like you can on social media, but there's only one of them. And when, but when you go on social media, there can be a lot more. And yeah. you have to really yeah. navigate positively through your own experience. You can't let other people make you think that you're not good enough or that you can't do it. And a lot of this is that mindset that you learn in martial arts. It's that belief in yourself that, yes, if I can break this board, if I can earn this black belt, if I can teach this class, mm. I mean, all of those things that you can do, you can easily bring that into your mindset and decide that this is how you're going to also live your life, no matter what somebody else says. There are many people in my life who have said I wasn't good enough to do something. And some of them didn't really even mean to say it that way, but that's how it felt. And so you yeah. live your life so many times trusting yeah. people and thinking that what they said was true until you try it and you find success and you're like, oh, okay. I kind of missed that. I should have just listened to myself. Um, so there's a lot of lessons there. There is. Well, and you even talked about how you didn't think that you were necessarily an athletic person and, and you hadn't really experienced that. 
previously. So martial arts really offers this beautiful aspect of, you know, it pushes you to another level. And so you're constantly improving yourself. Mm -hmm. And through that, you get to feel success and you get to feel confidence and achievement and I can, and I will. And then it just, it, it goes out into everything that you do in the world. And so that's an incredible feeling. Thank you so much. We're going to go into our first commercial. And when we get back, let's talk about why positivity is so important. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So coming back to you, Andrea, we really talked about your business and how you started this passion of yours, and you really went the positive uh, aspect. And so why is it that you feel that that is such an, an important feature that people should know about, learn about, and concentrate on improving that in their life? Positivity is one of the things that it is another life-changing type of, of concept because if you want true happiness in your life, and I always hear people say that they're not happy or they're not content or they don't like this or they don't like that. And a lot of that is because they're focusing only on the negative part of it. Um, I, I just think that when you focus on the negative all the time, that you will never find happiness or joy. It, the negativity will fill you up. And, and when it does, it creates that sensation and that idea, that false idea that there's nothing good around us. Whereas in my mind, there is something good and positive happening every day of your life, even on the worst day that you have. Maybe you have like some very awful, awful day somewhere in there is a glimpse of positivity there is a learning lesson there's a life lesson there's something you can bring forth to make your own life better mm -hmm. uh, you know i always use the analogy that if you're going to go to the beach today and you look out the window and there's some kind of thunderstorm and it's raining and this is your only day off and your whole hope was to get to the beach today and suddenly that's what you see, right? You're like, I can't go to the beach now. I can't do the one thing I wanted to do today. This is messing up my whole day. My day off is not what it, I mean, just this whole, whole thing of negativity starts rolling through your head. What if you are positive instead? 
what actually changes if you're positive about that event? You look outside, it's thunderstorming, and instead of this is a terrible day off, I can't do what I want, you suddenly think, all right, change of plans. Uh, it's raining out, I'm not gonna get to the beach, but I forgot, I have this book that I've been wanting to read for like three months now. Today would be a great day to sit down and read some of that book, or I have all of these podcasts that I wanna do. I might as well take some time today and knock those out, and finally I'll have these podcasts that I've been wanting to do. Or whatever mm -hmm. it is, that simple change from negative to positive, all of a sudden you go from a negative attitude to a productive, different, inspired day. And it's just that simple switch. So if people would understand that it is harmful to you to look at everything in a negative light because it inhibits you from doing other things that you love. If, if every time I, something didn't go my way in martial arts or in my podcast or my blog or whatever, if every time it didn't go right and I just said, this is just not for me, I'm just not going to do it. You know, then what? Uh, I, I lose the ability to share my, my positive messages and I lose the insights that I want to share. So it's, and I know that most people don't derive positivity from martial arts necessarily. And so that's why I like to, to combine them because martial arts helped me to be a positive person. It was the confidence, but it was also the recognition that mm. If I do this, if I work hard, if I try, I'll succeed. It's not yeah. if I do, if I don't, it's not if I don't do this right, I'll never make it. I will fail. It's not that. If, when I do this, I'll find success. I'll improve. I'll contribute. It, so positivity, it's a mindset switch, though, because we are not predisposed to positive thoughts we are predisposed no. to negative <laughs> thoughts so you have yeah. to do that physical switch in your brain like switching it on and off when you feel the negative coming out you have to recognize it first yeah you have to recognize wait that that's a negative thing <laughs> i'm saying i'm doing and then you have to think of what the opposite of that is right um and then you have to apply it so if you can learn those little steps and yes, martial arts taught me that, but I also had to teach myself that Yeah, I, I was not that positive of a person up until my early married years. I just felt very mediocre because I didn't understand positivity. I'd never really been exposed to it. And, and then when I realized I'm not mediocre after all, I mean, I'm extraordinary in so many ways and so are yeah. you. And so are you. And so are you. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think when we have the understanding is really where it starts first. Right. And when we don't know what's happening, but you're right. It being negative affects us more than we could possibly know, or even just being mediocre affects us more than we could possibly know. And it, it's on a biological level that it's affecting our body. And so it's that continuous loop of not so great, mediocre, I like that word. So when, what I like about martial arts and what I'm hearing is that when you're 
doing the act of, you know, the movements and the improving and whether it's in martial arts or something else, something that we are involved in to where we can continuously improve, it's really just naturally retraining our brain to think differently, to think that, okay, we just keep moving forward and improving and, you know, becoming better and doing better and thinking better and feeling better because it's all connected. It's true. It's that the thing I love about martial arts is you can't rush them. They are slow progress. Yes. You have to conquer certain steps. You can't skip the steps. You can't rush the steps. You have to do the work. You have to be patient yeah. and you have to learn it the right way and you have to show it and you have to share it. I mean, there's so much to it. That's why and it's great at reprogramming. Because yeah. it takes time and, and nothing worth its weight is going to be immediate or overnight. You're just going to rebound and go back to the normal habits. But that, that is the great thing about martial arts. It is slow and patience is a virtue, right? There's a lot to be said about that. And it, and it does, it eases you through this process of really training yourself and keeping it ingrained. Yeah. yeah because of that process. It's something that you remember, something you carry with you. And you can definitely learn so much. Even physically, I just, like I said, I didn't consider myself athletic. After I started becoming a martial artist, maybe halfway through, I started running like 5K races and doing things I had never done before because I never thought I could do it. Yeah. And even one of my sons would say, wow, you're, you're like an athlete. <laughs> you know, <it's laughs> uh, Those so, are the doors opening that you talked yeah. about. Yes. And that's so the important cool. thing. That's the important thing with martial arts. If we're talking outside of just the physical action of martial arts, they teach you to, to keep going, to try new things, to be patient. Yeah. Open new doors and walk through those doors and see what's on the other side. Yeah. Well, um, and there's uh, a term, and now I can't remember it, but the 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 warrior in the garden. There it is. Uh, so I, I really like that term because there's so much to be said. It again, going back to martial arts and all of it teaches you. It's not just the kicking and punching. It is this way of being, this way of responding to the world and the interactions of everything outside of you and it it really just builds this incredible character of a human being wouldn't you say yeah i think what happens is that every martial artist at some point realizes their significance in the world and that each of us has a place each of us are is important it it creates this unique understanding of yourself where you know that you're not mediocre you're not average and you can see how that would play into your professional life or your family life because you're going into these things not that you're not that you're arrogant like i'm the best person there is no but you're walking into going feeling good about who you are and that you know you have something to, to contribute and that's the best feeling that you can have i think 
one of the most important things that we can do for our happiness yeah. is be productive. I know Tony Robbins has used a statement and I can't remember exactly what it is, but what is happiness? And for him, happiness is progress, meaning you're continually improving and progressing. Mm -hmm. And martial arts is definitely one path for that type of yeah. progress in your life. It absolutely is. So I want to talk a little bit, Andrea, you have this awesome podcast. And also you, you have really designed it more towards women in martial arts. Is that correct? What made you decide to, you know, really hone in on on females in martial arts? Yeah, well, the martial arts woman started first as a book about women. It, it actually, it was going to be a book all about me. Um, and I had a publisher at the time and he said, you know, this would be kind of cool to bring other women's stories into this book. And I thought, oh, that's an idea. So the martial arts woman book is it's half about my life, like, but it's individual chapters and then it's half of other women's lives. Um, so I had the blog, I had the book, um, what you're showing there, the martial arts that's actually the blog website. Um, and so those are stories of positivity and martial arts for everyone they're inspirational stories you don't need to be a martial artist to read it um it has links in there to the books and the, and the podcast the podcast is also called the martial arts woman and it's available on spotify and all the major podcast platforms uh, if you just do a search you'll find it but the reason for starting that podcast is that I have been on many, many, many podcasts over the years, mostly martial art podcasts. However, typically the posts are men. Typically all of the guests are mm -hmm. men. I recognize that being a woman in martial arts is still a bit of an anomaly. Mm. There are a lot of women practicing. And April, when I started, there were very few women practicing. Like in my mm. classes, there were not a lot of women uh, in comparison to the number of men practicing. But anyway, it just struck me one day that there are no podcasts in martial arts. Well, there I think there are a couple. There may be another one, like a jiu-jitsu one, or, um, but that are devoted to women. And so mm. my podcast is devoted to all women martial artists. And that means that they have a platform to tell their stories. And you don't have to be a black belt or an expert or anything like that to be on my podcast. You can be uh, somebody new to martial arts, but you have something to share. Um, or you can be an expert, you can be famous, you can be regular, whatever it is. But it's a platform where women, martial artists, can tell their stories. There is one theme that's happened uh, April that I didn't realize going into this. And this is kind of a heavy topic. It's not this great happy topic. I guess it's happy in a way that women are have a chance to share their stories, but uh, many, many, many women on the show, and I didn't know this before they were on the show, were like sexually abused at some point or mm. attacked. Unfortunately, I think that's, yeah, why a lot of women go into it. And it's something yeah. that has to happen where they're like, I want to learn how to defend myself. Yeah. And it's sad. Yeah. And so that's the difference. One of the differences between men and women and why they learn martial art. It's funny because I'll ask, I'll ask men, do you think there's a difference in, 
and why women and men learn, learn a martial art. And most men will say no. Mm. Um, most women will say, well, you know, maybe not, not really. But when you really look at it, there are, there are very specific differences, such as women are more vulnerable to getting attacked at some point in their life. And that is yeah. often the trigger. Self-defense is often the trigger for them to learn a martial art. Mm -hmm. Then trigger to learn a martial art. I want to get in shape. I want to learn how to spar. I want to, you know, do yeah. all those cool things. And that's good too. The, both reasons are great. But to me, I, I have noticed this difference between men and women martial artists. But again, the platform is not the, the stories on the podcast. They're not, even if this comes up, this topic, these are stories of overcomers. These are women who have overcome areas of their lives. I mean, one of them grew up in a cult. No, she didn't wow. do martial arts then, but now she's a martial arts school owner. You know, she got out of the cult, she learned martial arts, she became a school owner. Um, you know, one woman was one of the last to come over from Vietnam and how she came over in this boat and, you know, barely made it to get here. And now she's a martial artist. Um, there's other women who are just learning martial arts and discovering new things about themselves. Um, so the book between the book and the, and the podcast, the stories are really super, super amazing, but it is one of the few platforms for women. And I do promote martial art women, uh, as much as possible. I just love that. Just to get the voice out. It's just yeah. a place for that. I think it's very, very important. I would love to, I think a, a lot of when I have people who have the martial arts background and that's their world, they are strongly promoting that and strongly promoting it for both women and children, you know, to really instill it at an earlier age to get the word out and to, to share because martial arts, it just instills these incredible sets of values. Like you said, there was a woman that, that was stemmed from a cult background. Like that is difficult to really untangle that programming. I, I would imagine, but again, going back to the martial arts, um, kind of, the way the value systems that it does instill within people, the humility that it offers you to really show up that way in the world. Uh, it's, it's, there's something to be said about that. And again, unfortunately for women, yeah, it brings them to have some sort of awful experience to really, you know, take charge of, of who they are, their physical body in order to have that power or that confidence. Most people, most, uh, attackers are searching for people who look like victims. And, and that sounds weird. Most people don't have an understanding of that, but if a woman does not look confident or they're meek, or they're staring at their phone as they're walking, that's an easy target. And yeah. so when we learn otherwise, and we learn how to present ourselves to not look like a victim, it's less likely, obviously, to be, you know, put in those circumstances. So I come from a law enforcement background. I haven't yet 
really included myself in martial arts training. I got a little bit of it during my training as a, an officer. So that is helpful. So I had an understanding, a basic understanding of those things. And I always like to say, because I learned it early on, you don't rise to the level of your courage, you fall to the level of your training. And so when we start going into something that really builds that confidence in that physical movement, and we and we do it consistently over and over and over, that's how we're going to respond in those sort of search situations. And you never know when they arise, it happens. It's, yeah. you know, easy for people to feel or move through life thinking that, oh, it's not going to happen to me until it happens to you. Yeah, it's, and those are very difficult situations to overcome, even physically and mentally, right? So yeah. Martial arts helps in both of those ways. One, hopefully you, you're better prepared to defend yourself, not look like a victim. And secondly, if you are attacked, that you have some tools and techniques to hopefully fight and get away. Remember, we don't want to fight and stay there and fight. We want to fight just enough to get away. I mean, that's mm -hmm. the whole concept. Yeah. Just if you have to fight back, fight back and run, leave, do whatever you can. Keep fighting until you can get away. Yeah. But it is essential that women understand self-defense. Uh, I often post and recently posted about this as well, just as a tip to anyone listening about how can I defend myself better? And you kind of touched on it when you talked about looking at your phone. It's awareness. Mm -hmm. The first step to self-defense is awareness. So if you are walking around, look around. Uh, I, I joked in one of my videos, I said, you don't have to like look at somebody like, are you a strange person? No. <laughs> <laughs> you can just scan the area. Do you feel comfortable or do you feel something strange? You know, do you, mm. you have to go by your intuition? If there's a comfort level, you're not feeling that you should, that's a signal to you to move mm. in a different direction cross mm -hmm. the street go somewhere else if you're exiting a dark uh, if you're exiting a building into a dark parking lot i always say ask yourself why am i in a dark parking lot by myself um yeah. it, instead you know do what you need to do say you're working and the parking lot is there and that you got to get to your car and it's dark can you walk out with someone else do you have a flashlight you can bring can you park as close as you can i mean the situational awareness uh, and an awareness of your personal self and surroundings is ultimately very, very reflective of how safe you are. So, yeah, yeah stop looking at your phones while you're walking around, especially if you're by yourself. Mm. At, a, at a minimum, if you're walking with your spouse or a partner or a friend, okay, and they're looking around and you're texting or whatever, okay. But, you know, just by yourself, no, you're setting yourself up to be a vulnerable target as yeah. well. And I want to highlight, this is for men too. Like this, this is, is for everybody. <laughs> this for is, everyone. yeah, men are victims too. And believe yeah. me, I saw a lot of it in law enforcement and, you know, men don't like to speak up. It takes their yeah. man part away. Right. And, and so, or that's what societal, you know, standard of what, right. what right. people expect, which is yeah. ludicrous. I just, I saw so much violence towards men. 
uh, and domestic violence and, and they just refuse to speak up. And then of course you can't do anything about it really. I mean, unless you have enough evidence otherwise, but it is just yeah. a sad, sad thing. And it happens so often. So yeah, men, this is for you too. like really have an understanding of your surroundings, your awareness, get the big picture. Funny enough, Andrea, I learned a lot about, uh, you know, having awareness through driving skills, like the five keys of defensive driving. And I, yeah. I learned that, you know, get the big picture, make sure your eyes are moving, things like that. Funny enough, when you know, you, you're learning something, um, it, you can apply those things and anything else, just like with driving and martial arts, you apply those things and those ideas into everything that we do, you know, and simple things of really setting yourself up for success. Like don't park your car in that area back first. So you have an easy out, you know, that's, that's just really simple things that if you start doing, it can set you up for a, a much greater opportunity to not be victimized. Yeah. And, and you made a good point. And I should point out that Although I go by the martial arts women and I promote martial art women, I am in no way against martial art men. Uh, I, my husband's a martial artist. I've worked with martial art men my whole life. And we are all in it for the same reasons ultimately. And that is to better ourselves. It's to yeah. improve, it's to increase our safety. And the one reason I just focus on martial art women is one, because I am one and, and I have seen differences, you know, like being the only woman in class or being one of the few women on social media or whatever it is. But, you know, ultimately martial artists are all one family. It takes men, it takes women, it takes yeah. kids to make up the martial art family. And uh, well, so the reality is the stats are greater with women. That yeah. is, that is the yeah. truth. And, you know, whether or not it is something that's being reported or not, as far as those stats go, it's still greater for women. <laughs> so it yeah. makes perfect sense. And truly, I think that, you know, women are really influential to, to their children, to their husbands. And I think that when we start you know, shedding some light on the importance of, you know, learning martial arts and mm -hmm. having that incorporated in your, in your mind and your body and your soul, because it really, that it offers aspects of all of that. It's a, it's just such a beautiful, uh, technique. It, it, I don't even want to call it a technique because it's not, because it does, offer all aspects of that mind, body, and soul. And yeah. so when we share that with women to influence the rest of the family, it's just domino effect. Yeah, it is. It really is. Uh, and just generally, you know, everyone should learn a martial art. Um, women have the influence. And so I think that everyone should learn a martial art, no matter what your age is. If you're 65 and you haven't ever learned a martial art, there's a martial art for you. Um, you don't have to do grappling on the ground or, or MMA or whatever. I mean, there's just so many different styles that everyone can, can learn. 
self-defense yeah. and everyone can learn a martial art. And yes, as women, I, I feel like, well, I feel like I have a bit of a voice. So I try to use that voice to just promote martial arts positivity and, and martial arts for women as well. Um, but it's all part of the same voice. And that is that martial arts are life changing. And if you combine that with a more positive outlook, you're really, really going to live a powerful and productive life. I love that. Influence is huge. And you're right. A powerful, productive life. That's beautiful. Andrea, it's been so awesome to have you on the show to share your light and wisdom and knowledge and all of this to really influence people to really make a great decision to dive into this. So what would you say for people who now they have an understanding of the importance of this? What would you say would be a first step? Would it be to to kind of investigate a little bit on what they have nearby, some sort of local? Should they contact you? What what would you offer? I would tell anyone interested in learning a martial art to try to figure out what kind of style would suit them because it's often based on what are your goals? What are you going into? What are you going into it for? Some people want to lose weight and they're like, this is a cool way for me to get fit and lose weight. Some people want to learn the defense. Some people want to learn how to spar. Some people want to learn how to compete. So depending on your goals, it's going to really depend what kind of school. A lot of people use traditional martial arts as a basis. So a Tang Sudo, uh, Taekwondo, or Karate, or you know any of those uh, are always a good, a good base. But for me, I'll tell you how I picked my first school, and it was reasonably priced, and it was in my neighborhood. And that's how <laughs> I came up with it. Now, that's not to say it would work out for everyone. It worked out for me. But you can go visit martial arts schools. You can definitely look online and look at videos of, of different styles, the different schools. So there's a lot of options available that I didn't have way back in the day uh, that you can figure out what it is that you love uh, or that you want to try. And also, you're not committed to life of that martial art. If you don't like right. it, if you go to the, the school and you watch a class or you try a class and you think, this really isn't for me, that's okay. Find yeah. another one. Um, so Don't get caught right. up in the politics of what everybody thinks is right and wrong, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is the best way, or no, this is the best way. That, there's so I mean, many, there's, yeah, there's so many. This is the best martial art. Well, I, I say the best martial art is the one that's right for you. So that's right. you decide what the best martial art is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that that's great advice to really just find something, go try it out. You're not married to it. If you love it, continue to be with it. If not, find, find the next one. And, but the point is, is to just give it a go, give it a try. So that is so cool. Wonderful advice. Thank you so much. Is there anything else that you want to share with the audience today, Andrea? I would just say, keep striving. Whether it's a martial art, we use martial arts today because it's a great, I don't know, discussion topic. People love to hear about martial arts. But if you're not a martial artist and you're not interested in martial arts, that's okay too. What inspires you? 
you want to be a dancer, you want to be a writer, you want to try, I don't know, mountain climbing, whatever it is, find mm -hmm. your inspiration. And most importantly, keep striving. And you will find that sense of joy that you're looking for in your life. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. I want to make sure everybody knows where to find you. So we do have, for those of you listening in, I'll read it off. It's www.themartialartswoman.com. Easy peasy to be able to get to that. Themartialartswoman.com. Easy to remember. And so yeah. I'm excited to be able to share that. It's going to be in the description below. So make sure that you always can find that with our guests we have on the Wellness Driven Life Show. And Andrea, what is next for you? Well, as you mentioned, um, I've written four books so far. Uh, the Martial Arts Woman, Martial Art Inspirations for Everyone, How to Start Your Own Martial Art Program, because a lot of people want to, that's like the step, that's something that many people want to do and they don't know how to take the first step. It's a great book for that. I actually wrote a book about wedding vows, right? Amazing wedding vows, because I oh, love wow. weddings. But so this this just goes to show you, like, don't limit yourself, you know? Right. Um, and right now I'm working on a weekly positive affirmations journal. Um, of course, that'll be for sale. Um, it's affirmations and then a journal. So you read the affirmations and then you write in the journal. So I'm finishing that book up. Uh, there's other books in the works. Uh, and uh, I just started on TikTok, which is funny because I, I don't really know anything about TikTok. I don't know if it's for me because I'm, I'm not like, I just like being myself and talking. And it seems like on TikTok, you have to be very like, catchy like everything you say has to like read this or don't miss this or you know don't stop scrolling here I, and i'm just not like that so i'm not sure if i'm going to find any success there but anyway i'm on all kinds of social media linkedin um where i'm at manly um and facebook i have several facebook pages so reach out join me in my mission of positivity and martial arts uh, any any one of my social media or the blog listen to the podcast. There's just so much going on. So next step, there, I don't know what the next step is, but uh, I just keep going. Yeah. I mean, you, you are wearing a lot of hats. You're doing a lot of things and I think it's fabulous. And I would invite you to continue on that TikTok journey because I don't like to delve into that. Manly's in charge of TikTok. However, I would say I like it when there's positive stuff on TikTok. So <laughs> if I do go on it, I want to see great yeah. stuff. I want to see stuff that is really good and influencing the world in the best possible manner and light. So yeah. I, I encourage you to keep pushing towards that. All right. Well, thank you again, Andrea, for being on the Wellness Driven Life Show. It's been such a pleasure and an honor to have you, the martial arts woman on the Wellness Driven Life Show. Thank you. Pleasure is mine. All right. And goodbye for now. We will see you later.